0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With
1: Sean and Andrew. A
0: podcast all about couples.
1: And the things they go through.
0: Today we have two friends of ours who are so excited to interview because their story is amazing. Will and Charo.
1: That's right. Will Compton, you may know from Bussin' with the Boys, a podcast and show that uh, is all about sports <laughs> and has... It's really fun. You should listen to it. And then Charo, who also has an amazing approach and perspective on life.
0: Yes. They are recently married. So, we talk through their dating experience, their engagement, and their wedding. So, in the interview, you will notice that Charo is very pregnant with their first little girl and first baby. Um, And congratulations to Will and Charo, who have had their baby girl and had an amazing story. Congratulations to your addition in life such as this, which is, get, get ready for
1: it. It'll be fun to see how their life has changed since recording this interview. If you wanna find out more about Will and Charo and what they're up to, we'll link their information down below, and before we get into it, please subscribe to the show and give it a rating on whatever platform you're listening on. Without further ado, we bring you Will and Charo Compton. A lot's happened since we last talked. You got yeah. married. Yes.
0: <gasps> no, no, you got engaged. Dang. Cause you were telling us off the show that you were getting ready to like buy a ring. Yeah. Wow.
2: <laughs> Dang, I oh forgot about that.
0: Well, here it is. <laughs> That's
2: yeah. so exciting. Yes. Yeah, so we is got wild. engaged. We got married. We got pregnant right away. And now we are 35 weeks along. When I say we, my wife is 35 mm-hmm. weeks along. It was
0: we before. <laughs> it <laughs> was we. Into and into
2: yeah. everyone's kind of advised yeah. me that kind of shifts over, we over said, time. We
0: always said we. But then yeah. it's. No, the, I say we too. It's those are the hard times where I'm like, absolutely not. It's I. It's solo, singular.
2: Well, I think, you know, we have our own story. We don't, yeah, yeah. we just choose to suppress it. <laughs> okay.
0: Will's very much about dad go. lives matter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And, and then I just,
3: yeah, I, I just kind of sit over here and smile. No, mm. here's
1: the thing, dude. And you're just on the front end of this as, a, as you're entering into parenthood. As dads, it's our role. By the way, you got the dad shoes? I <laughs> do, man. You got the, the dad shoes. My dad actually <laughs> has those shoes.
2: They're like unironically
1: man.
0: yeah you can <laughs>
3: buy them at
1: costco <laughs> unironically un- monarchs the air monarchs but you
3: can buy nikes at costco i think so <laughs> i think so
1: i feel like i think
0: you can buy those mm-hmm.
1: it's our role as dads to like the wives are the more uh like I'll, let me make an analogy we're the kite holders and they're the kites emotionally like they kind of you know what I'm saying, and we're just yeah. The steady. wind blows,
2: and they kind of go with the wind. Yeah,
1: yeah. And we just gotta eat it, bro. Like, yeah, we gotta. You know, they're going through all this pregnancy stuff, and, I feel and like you're and digging
2: us a hole, I but do I, I, do I but, <laughs> but I'm with you. Like we're kind of in
1: control. They're
2: kind of just going with the flow. Uh, they're having. We more
0: gotta reel it in. We're growing an actual human being, and you guys are just sitting on the couch eating. Like
2: we're ends. blowing no, in the no, wind. Yeah, doing. I
0: don't yeah. think that is it.
3: I'll work
2: on the now. Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I actually feel like it would be completely the opposite.
2: Okay. Yes. I loved it, but I knew what yes. you were yes.
0: saying. It, I'm like, I know where i uh, Like, if anything, yeah. we are the anchors, yeah. and you all are just all over the place.
1: So, let me ask you this because this is, I'm I'm excited for you guys to look back on this years from now, this interview, and like <laughs> pre kids. I'm curious, what are your expectations? How do you think your life is going to change after you have a kid? You go first, Well,
3: you, s- you said the magic word of expectations, and I apparently. <laughs> we've worked on therapy that I just have really high expectations of myself and of people in my life. So my um, actual job is to like release expectations right now.
1: High expectations is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be I, in the therapy. Yeah. She,
2: Charles always needs the solution. Okay. So what do we do? And the therapist is like, you don't always need to have the answer. Yes, you she do. just like sit with it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Charles you like, so, okay. But then how do we, and she's like, you're doing it right now.
3: Yeah. Damn. Um, but if I would actually answer that question. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's like we're not, we can't be selfish anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the maybe overarching theme. Like Will and I are both selfish in certain ways and we're also selfish with our relationship in certain ways. But when there's a baby, when there's a child that cannot care for itself, this new roommate that like all of a sudden shows up in our home and like we have to take care of it even though we don't know her. <laughs> mm-hmm. but we do know her. I don't know. Um, Wild. It's just such a crazy concept, right? But we have to now think about her and we have to put mm-hmm. her needs first sometimes. I don't know if, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean.
2: Yeah, I have no clue, man. Like I just know how I am. Uh, Like with my time and like bussing and kind of, we get to do what we want to do. And I know my time management, my organization. And like, my structure of my days are going to kind of be gone. I feel like
1: you guys are laughing I organization. I, I'm just,
2: well, it's, it's like,
0: so it's so fun to listen to because we were there obviously. And our biggest fear in life was like, Oh, we're not going to have that structure. I'm not going to get to work out. We're not going to get to travel the world. And like, I totally get it. And I love watching it because I'm so excited for you guys. Um, but it somehow changes because we now find ourselves like choosing not to travel because we want to stay home with our kids like actively. And it's just, it's really cool. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm
2: stoked, but it's like, like last night, I know we were both tired. We had long days. We had to do like a baby birthing center thing. And I just, Charles was like, side eyeing me a couple of times. Cause I was like on my phone finishing like, so I would just gotten back from the bus my fisher stuff. She's kind of side eyeing me, and I'm like, okay, I got to be present for this meeting. That you know, <laughs> learning about how to go to the hospital and everything like that. Yeah. It is. And uh, we get done, and we start to watch Netflix, and I like pass out right away. But I, and I was so tired. And then when I got up, I got to take Waffle out, our little cute English bulldog puppy. And I'm like, gosh, why do I yeah. got to take her out? And <laughs> you know, Charles like doing her thing. I'm doing my thing to get ready for bed. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna have to do this stuff. At all times with the with the new with uh-huh. the new kid, and I'm gonna have to, you know, like we'll get over it, like be a father, uh-huh. about, you know what I mean? <laughs> that sounds hilarious, but I'm I'm speaking, you know, it's just me right now, or it's us, but I'm speaking like selfishly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I'm just like, dang, my whole world's gonna kind of like shift.
0: It will, and I could we could I could preach on this for hours. We've done it twice now, so we're in the thick of it, but. It changes and it becomes like not even a thought because you all of a sudden don't have an option and you love that little baby so much that it becomes easy to a certain extent. Like it's so hard, but I feel like when you wake up in the morning and you're like frustrated at your dog, like, oh, why do you need to go pee? It's like different with your daughter.
2: Okay. Because That's good for me to know because I'll I'll compare Waffle to... Our little girl coming out i'm just like gosh i hope i don't feel <laughs> yeah. this way you know what i mean when my when my daughter's
0: yeah. out, out in the world you will and you won't because yeah
1: all right as a kid i used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity and right here in our hands we have the kiwi box which is the activity of all activities for young kids
0: the colorful chemistry set to be specific so with drew and jet redefine learning with play explore projects that build confidence and problem solving skills with KiwiCo
1: get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code couple
0: that's 50% off your first month at kiwi promo code couple I feel like
3: we're talking about expectations and change in a really negative way. Yeah. And it's not all negative. Like, I think people are scared of change because they're scared of loss. So yep. we're scared of losing this time that we have, like, on, un- it's just so open and we can do whatever we want with it. We can go out of town. Um, but there's so much we're going to gain, mm-hmm. wow. right? I mean, we're going to gain this person mm-hmm. that we love and that we love taking care of. And that's going to be like our, our family our like our own nuclear family now. And that's like, that's exciting, right?
1: Yeah. I don't know. She's, she's mature and deep. She's yeah. Well, yeah. She's way yeah. more mature than me. What, yeah. what's, <laughs> the, what's the dynamic here? I'm curious. We haven't t- talked much, Charles. So it's no. a pleasure to have this conversation. We've
0: heard a lot but... about you. I do remember on your podcast, we were like, tell us about her because you're yeah. getting ready to propose.
1: What is the I'm dyna- like,
3: blushing. I'm getting really hot. <laughs>
2: How'd you guys meet? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, I knew this would get to come up, which is fun because I got to pry at you guys Mm -hmm. with your whole situation. You freaking roasted us is what happened. I did listen to that podcast and I laughed a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. man. Um, In the DMs.
3: Well, I feel like I was almost you and Will was almost Sean in in the situation.
1: You were chasing him. You're not really. Up? I mean Come not on, really okay. Be. Okay. okay. But
3: I did send the first DM. We can we so, can start there. Or. It's a
2: crazy full circle. Uh
3: you're gonna start in twenty fourteen or twenty wow. fifteen? Twenty
2: fourteen. Okay. We was uh twenty fourteen, we were at Dallas. We we're playing the Cowboys on a Thursday night game. Monday night football. Monday night football, one of those primetime mm-hmm. games. And cheerleaders don't get to travel, but a few get to go to the away games. You know to support the team or whatever because
0: you were an NFL cheerleader at the time.
2: Yes. I for was. which team? For the Washington. then Washington Redskins. Okay. Yeah, yes. Washington. Yeah, a little dicey. <laughs> um, but yes. so Charo travels to the game. I'm just out doing warmups, doing all of our pregame stuff before you go into the locker room. Before you have, you know, the coach calls it up. We're out doing our pregame stuff.
0: And you were playing for the
3: Redskins. I'm playing.
2: Okay. I don't. We don't know each other at okay. all. Okay.
3: Just we don't know. Painting each other. the picture. I have been cheering since 2010. Okay. It's now 2014.
2: Yeah. And I noticed Charo on the sideline and I kind of see this girl. And I'm like, oh She's man.
3: wearing regular street street clothes. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: And I'm kinda like, you know, into her, right? And you know how you know how dudes are. Like I like I saw Charo and I'm thinking like, oh yo, who is this chick? And um I felt like she was looking at me, but I wasn't sure. I'm in all my gear. I'm in my helmet and everything. And this is this is pre veneer. And too. you do the whole eye black <laughs> okay. and everything, yeah. too? Yeah. So Pre veneers? Yeah. I, those are, are veneers.
3: Oh, shit. <laughs> Have you not yeah. seen Will's old teeth? Oh. That's no. why you're trying to oh.
1: flash them so much. I wish I could pull oh, they, those you, up. You, you, yeah. Will's walking around like this. Yeah. Like, hey, check out my gear. <laughs> 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 this is direct
2: TV, the old summer's cable television. Okay. It, it wasn't <laughs> good. And, um, I don't know if she's looking at me, but it seemed that way because we're all out there on the field yeah. and stuff. And so I'm like, I'm going to. I'm going to look at her as I'm like running by to go back to the locker room playing in Dallas. And uh, I run by and I felt like we were looking at each other but that was it. Were you, okay. trying to like, were you running by like this? Yeah, I'm running by kind of like looking You're like, like yo, hey, is she staring at me? And yeah, I, thought, yeah, <laughs> we, I yeah. thought we made
3: eye contact but it's hard to tell what their helmet's on. Yeah. So that
2: was kind of the end. I'm kind of running kind of and that was it. That was it. That was and I did say I to my
3: friend that day like Who's number 51? She's like, oh, that's Will Compton. So
2: she was looking. And yeah. I was
3: like, oh, I don't know who that is.
2: But we don't know <laughs> anything after that. A year goes by. There's no, I, I'm not, I can't, I don't know who she was. She didn't, I mean, she knew who I was. But I didn't know what was happening uh, to where we're trying to like find each other, right? Mm-hmm. So a year goes by and the next off season we're doing Alfred Morris's charity event. DC for Kids. First
1: I like Dreams for he kids. I like how he said, she knew who I was. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a little, I'm a little confident, bro. Okay, she knew who I was. Right. But she was wearing her
2: jerseys and stuff. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah, so yeah. She, yeah. she could have tried to, you know, reach oh, yes. out or something. Yes. Uh, but the next year, we're at the charity event for Alfred Morris. And Charo was there um, with her, at the time, a Boyfriend. <laughs> His Uh, name yes never mind whoa whoa. (laughs) i'm just
3: gonna say his name was also will yeah Uh, that's all i was gonna say i
2: thought i was gonna be like no it wasn't (laughs) like that we just had the same name um and she but i'm also
3: there in street people clothes not as a cheerleader
2: okay and it's for um um, it's an
3: adaptive clinic for kids with disabilities
2: yes there we go and
3: will was hungover. (laughs) oh no and i was there as a volunteer so i was helping the kids go through their drills
2: yeah, and Charles goes through my drill, and I'm like, yo, who is this smoke going through my going through my drill?" <laughs> and she's got a she's got her boyfriend with her. She's got a guy with her. And during and lunch, you're like,
1: "Yo, dude, your footwork sucks, bro." Yeah. Like, about <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> and during lunch, there was like a pizza break, and Charles walking, and she had a she, she had a Pro Bowl hat on. Um. And so my way of trying to like talk to her, I was like, "Oh, hey, where'd you get that Pro Bowl hat?" And she was like, the Pro Bowl. <laughs> 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 and I'm think in my head, like, okay, man. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm like, did you, go, did you like, go to the game? And she was like, yeah, I was in it. And uh, I was like, oh, you're in it? She's like, yeah, I cheer for you guys. I'm like, for the, uh, for the Redskins? She's like, yeah. I was like, oh, snap. And then we kind of just met right there in passing. The next and day. And the other
1: Will is standing right there. And he's like. He <laughs> well, was like. He was someone well, We were
3: just an innocent exchange of like yeah. six words. Okay. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and you uh, shut him down. Kind of like. Where'd you get that Pro Bowl? <laughs> yeah. <Kind of> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Literally. Kind of the up. Pro Bowl. <laughs> and <laughs> and I
3: bought this on on Amazon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the next day. I opened up my Instagram. I'm right with my boy Sean Laval. He was an offensive lineman at the time. Yes. And I had this DM. Uh, from Charo. And. Uh. She had slid in my DMs.
3: I had, I had, wow. my phone had gotten like a little inebriated the night before. Mm. Okay. So my phone <laughs> sent that message.
2: Yeah. Yes. When I was out late. Yeah. I was yeah. out late and like she, the DM said, <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of out ourselves a little we bit. We really
3: are, but we can like clear things up later.
2: For sure. all, I mean, we're married. We're going to have a kid. It's all yeah. good now. <laughs> um, but she was like, Hey, I see you have a, I know I, I see you have a girlfriend. I have a boyfriend, but that doesn't mean we can't be friends. What does that mean? What? <laughs> what? <Talk to> me. <laughs> coming
1: on strong. What does that mean for a guy? You're making plays for sure. Yeah, shoot shot. Yeah, that's plays. What were you trying to? What were you trying to get from that message? She. I mean, ultimately, probably the relationship what? I was
3: in was very unhealthy and bad. I will preface it with that wow. but um
0: that's a power i move. don't know
3: hey I mean,
1: Carl,
0: make you say everybody's fair game unless you're married
1: yeah 100%. that you
0: have literally said that which i don't
1: really agree like, with she like <laughs> addressed it she was like yo we're all dated up but like <laughs> let's, let's start walking down this path you yeah I'm saying? dang
2: and so we get into a couple messages and we figure out she's like i had saw you i, I don't we had said something she was like i was at your game um, until us, or last yeah. year against the Cowboys, and I'm thinking, "Yo, is this that chick?" <laughs> and we come to find
1: out, like it was her. Dang. That's funny. This is romantic. It is, romantic. We, isn't it? So, end, so, so like, romantic. Oh, dang, that is
2: really cool. But to get there is like, and then we, you know, we message, we end up. But we
3: didn't hang out for months.
2: She wouldn't give me her number.
3: We only DM'd.
2: Yeah, she only kept me in. You were playing
1: games. She was playing games, bro. I wasn't what? playing games. So you sent the message. and I then mean. The,
0: she had to make him work for it. Are you kidding? Come on.
1: No, that at that point.
0: But Will,
3: the game also, is let's on. be clear Will literally was in a relationship. <laughs> oh, we were on a break. Will had break girlfriend. Relationship. Oh,
2: God. <laughs> wow. But yeah, and so, you know, we messaged for a long time before she even gave me her number. Um, and then eventually, when she, get, she had gotten out of her relationship fairly soon after that, right? Yeah. Then mine was like the next year. And then
0: the wow. next year? No, I waited a very long time. The next spring.
2: But wow. I didn't actually wait
3: around like I did. I was like getting over the last relationship yeah. and then. Um,
1: How did you get over the last relationship? What's that process look like?
3: That's like a. we're going from like <laughs> funny jokes to like okay. deep okay. trauma. No, I, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I, I just I feel like if you're in a relationship or when I, I was in a relationship with this person for five years on and off. And, and when you're in a relationship for so long, it takes a long time to like unwind it. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Um, So we were just kind of off and on. And I think at the end of it, the the only thing we hadn't tried was like breaking up. Uh. And it gotten really, really unhealthy. And it's really hard to see that situation when you're in it. Mm -hmm. I think. So like all my friends are like, this is not good for you. Get out of it. End it. And eventually I just finally listened to them. Um, And it was a great decision. It was really hard. But it's weird talking about, that person now like me as that person and my ex because it was such a big part of my life then but now yeah. it's it's like zero part of my life it's crazy isn't it? it's it's really it's weird it's
2: nuts that you yeah because you were in that in relationship for eight and a half years yeah mine was eight and a half years whoa yeah so it was a long time and it is it's super hard when you like got to get out of it and then like you know you probably talk to like younger kids or you know my little brother mm-hmm. or somebody who you kind of like mentor right and they're in like a relationship or you're kind of trying to tell them or kind of give them game on like hey it's gonna be okay and but you just can't teach experience no. yeah. you can't give people like the experiences that you went through being like you're gonna be okay mm-hmm. like make like getting uncomfortable in doing this because ultimately you know it's the right thing but you're so comfortable in it yeah that you don't know anything else. And you think about the grass being greener all the time and then you kind of get an opportunity to be there and then you don't want to. And then you're like, oh man, but what if it's, you know, what if it's not? And then you just stay in the situation that you're in because you're so afraid to like get away from what you're used to. Yeah.
0: Well, you're afraid to start over too because it takes a long time to get to know someone and date them and get comfortable again. And that like a lot of times people just stay because it's a lot of work too
2: you feel like you waste your time too. Yeah. Like if I end this, like all this, you look back on your last few years, like I'll look back on like when it was happening in like your six and seven and seven, you're kind of like going back and forth with all of it. And you like, think about college. you like, man, I just don't want to feel like I wasted all my mm-hmm. years in college and stuff like that. And you're like, you like almost, you like climb another mountain. And like you said, you, just, you don't want to go back down and start over climbing another one. Yeah, yeah.
3: But all those things you learned along the way are so valuable. Absolutely. Which is like what
0: we eventually get to. Right. Yeah. I mean, we've always talked on our podcast. I was in a four or five year relationship before Andrew. It was very unhealthy and I truly don't think I would have dated Andrew if it weren't for that relationship. So, yeah. I, you don't regret it, but you learn
3: from true, it. That's
0: true,
3: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. 100%. Wasted is not the right way to view it. It's not like uh, oh, that was just such a cuz like there's good stuff that comes from that and mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like it's not healthy when you view past relationships as like like Sean and I don't talk about our exes all the time because nobody likes that. But like it's, it's like we'll talk about memories of hey I went to, whatever like mm-hmm. we took this trip and it's not we're not trying to like hide anything. I feel like that's a that's a bad way to approach it where, you try to act like that never existed. Right. right? You know what I'm saying? Like oh, that that phase of life just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But if you're appreciative for the good that you got out of it, to like Charles' point, like there's. It's a process of getting to where you are now. But how long did you guys date before you got engaged? You dated?
3: Um, officially? Yeah,
1: what
2: was it, 16? It
3: was like two and a half years, quote unquote, official, of officially dating.
1: Yeah. So you were in a five year, you were in an eight and a half. What, like, you just knew, though, with Charles. Like, and, that,
3: you know, then we're, we're a little older now. Mm-hmm. We have this experience of what what did not work, right, of what we did not want. Yeah. And all these insecurities that came along with those things. Um, so I think it was, like, a certain maturity you reach, perhaps.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Because mm. I didn't doubt it after two and a half years.
2: Oh, of us getting married? Yeah, of us getting engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it was I just thought quicker. you were asking about, like, the in-between of the relationships.
1: No, how did you, know, like, because you were in an eight-and-a-half-year relationship, but after two and a half years with Charles, you were, like...
2: Yeah, I mean... Move, it's time to move it. F- to, like when you're in a, a long term relationship and you kind of view your young yourself in a certain way, like you do, I feel like you, um, you grow through experiences and gain a little bit more wisdom and knowledge, like with yourself, you're more comfortable with who you are. And, um, you kind of just feel like you're in a place to where you're ready to accept stuff like that. Like sometimes I just felt like I, was, I would battle and be in my own head about wanting to do other things. Right like going and playing in the NFL and you kind of, you get caught up in some of that stuff. And um, I do feel like it's like a level of maturity. And Char was somebody who, you know, obviously I was into from a, like being attracted to her standpoint, but obviously her speaking on this podcast, she has like this intellectual and brain capacity that we sit. And when we go on our (laughs) dates and everything like that, like we're always kind of talking about things like this. So um, yeah, I've just,
0: How did you propose? Oh, this is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) One in five Americans have, quote, learn a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel.
1: Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Plus, Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world.
0: Andrew and I have been learning Spanish on Babbel, and it's been so fun. We've wanted to learn a new language for so long, and have finally started. We've learned how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants, all without having to consult language apps, which is so cool.
1: It's crazy how fast your brain picks up a new language when it's presented in a relatable way. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com EastFam. Again, get 60% off at babbel.com EastFam, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash EastFam. Rules and restrictions may apply. Today's episode is brought to you by AG1.
0: Babe, guess what I just restocked our kitchen with?
1: What? Tell me, I'm dying.
0: I literally ordered like 10 full, like industrial sized bags of AG1. <laughs> uh, if you guys don't know, we took it to the 4th of July family reunion with us. And every morning I would find like aunts, uncles, like stealing scoops of it. And we went through bags within a week.
1: We go through quick, whether it's family members or guests staying at our house. This stuff is so good. We recommend it to everyone because with just one scoop of AG1 in your water each morning, you get 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens.
0: And for a greens powder, I really think it tastes good. It's like pineapple-y, tropical greens tasting
1: powder. Once you start, it's hard to stop.
0: It really is. And what I love, a lot of my friends have asked me, what's like the elevator pitch with this? And I would say, that if you have any nutritional gaps within your diet, which we all do, this helps fill that. So if you were to take one supplement a day, I would recommend this.
1: It helps with your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, focus, and aging. And to make it easy for you to try, Athletic Greens is gonna give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase.
0: All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash EastFam to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional
2: insurance.
1: We'll also link it down below. Let's get back to it. <laughs> oh,
2: I mean, it's not like it is awesome, but it's it's just funny because I get super nervous, like getting really like <laughs> he's nervous right now. Yeah, I get <laughs> yeah. super nervous getting like, like gooey, I guess, or like, you know, getting like, like feelings,
3: feely. vulnerable. Like, yes.
2: yeah vulnerable in like a relationship or like with charo or, or getting being,
3: gooey. Oh yeah. God. Like
2: that, that romantic movie.
3: Your body language is just like,
2: <laughs> no, I'm like trying to like be in the moment.
3: Yeah.
2: And, um, proposing to charo. I knew I would struggle getting down and being in public in front of people mm. and being, you know, like yeah. a, like a romantic style. Getting yeah. gooey. <laughs> and uh, so she had always wanted, like, a love letter written from me. And I would just always tell her, babe, you're not getting a love letter from me. <laughs> like, I'm not writing you a love letter.
3: <laughs> you're Really clear with each other about our expectations. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> and uh, i like, you know I'm not going to do that. And she's like, I think it'd be because she loves cards and she mm-hmm. loves writing. You know what I mean? Like, Valentine's Day, she got me a card and had writing and stuff like that. And when I saw the card, I was like, oh, shit. I didn't, uh, I didn't, ride like a car. I should have wrote her a car. Like she loves that stuff. And so when I knew I was going to propose, I was like, oh, I got it. I can help my fear of like being in public and proposing in front of people and like saying stuff
0: by writing a letter,
2: by writing a love letter because she doesn't ever think I'm going to write her a love letter. Wow. So I sat, I wrote her a love letter. I got these, uh, I got these reservations. She flew in because that was my first sin in Oakland and that was kind of in the back half of the year. So going to Oakland kind of upended what I was thinking about proposing and it was about to be her birthday. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it on like Christmas or do it in some other way. There was a Christmas story in there too, that I kind of just didn't do it then. Um, but the day before her birthday, I took her out to eat and we got this little reservation at the front, like on this uh, restaurant that's right on the street. And we had this table that was right in the front window, just a little two-seater. And it was her birthday, and I was like, uh, I got you a birthday present. And I pulled out this envelope, and I handed it to her.
3: It was like a business envelope. <laughs> okay. long. Like a long, like You gotta
2: make do with your resources. <laughs> <laughs> of, course. of course, And she opens it up, and she starts like reading. I'm like, you gotta read it aloud. That's the only um, stipulation for this. She's like, why do I gotta read it aloud? I'm just like, read it aloud. So she starts reading it. She doesn't know I'm gonna propose. She just starts tearing. I think up. it's like a birthday card. Yeah. yeah, because she realizes I'm writing her a love letter on her birthday. And then the the last paragraph that's where I bring it home. And then I kind of move the table aside and I get out on the knee. You move the table aside. <laughs> it was a small restaurant. We, get, we moved the side. I get out on the knee and she's crying and I'm like kind of like I'm so nervous. Damn. She says yes and we just have the best time.
1: That's great. Yeah. You did it towards the beginning of dinner or the end? The end. The very end. I think that's the play. Yeah. Really? Wait, how nervous were you leading up?
2: Bro, my heart was. <sighs> like pounding. the whole dinner?
0: I was going to say, I feel like it would almost be easier to just do it at the
1: beginning. No, but then what do you talk about after? You're just like, oh, I
0: can't believe we did it. It's okay, just like I'm going to have that. the steak. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> it's better. Yeah. Uh, it is. I, I just feel like you'd be
0: so nervous the whole time. Just yeah.
2: Oh, I was, man. My man's my is sweating now telling the story. <laughs> like oh. just a story. Yeah. Yeah, so someone
1: someone asked like why did, why do you get nervous for proposing because you guys you like you there's no question that she was probably gonna say yes right like
2: I do don't you, know, know man I'm just kidding yeah no I well,
1: like so the nerves don't come from the 50 50 it's
0: do it's, the nerves come from guys genuinely being like nervous will say no or is it like the nerves of commitment or the nerves of like the gesture like where do the nerves come from
2: I, it's got to be the gesture, right I mean obviously the commitment I feel like does play into it um, just being very about real that. about it
3: like beforehand like clearly you think about the yeah. the commitment beforehand. so I feel like it's the vulnerability.
2: yeah so like like I'm that talk gesture, about these like feelings. getting into it I mean it's like going into like you know your first game and you're just so super you're like really nervous about mm-hmm. performing. A big performance, like you know, you you've been planning on it, and expecting, it and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. But leading up to it, you're still like in your own head about it. And you kind of got to like zoom out to get out of the nerves. But I feel like that's kind of a a comparison, it's a
3: sports from a, metaphor. Yeah, from, you really a, from enjoy, a jock. Yeah. It, was better, it was better. than my <laughs> analogy
1: earlier.
2: The <Well>, yeah. kite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's like it's like one, you do it one time. So it's it's the gravity of the situation where you're like, oh dang. This is it. This is the one. Like I, I, I'm proposing right now. So my one shot. You know, I don't know. I feel it's not the nerves that come from. Is she going to say yes? It's like this is a life changing moment.
2: Yeah.
0: Do you think there are like proposals out there where it's like well, I don't know what she's going to say? <laughs>
1: Probably. Man, if,
2: that is true. That's tough. Could you
0: imagine <laughs> like proposing and being like, no?
1: Saying no. Yeah, <laughs> Did you ever think she was going to say no? No. No. No, but I also don't know. Like, I I think sometimes I'm, like, uh, overly optimistic, too. So <laughs> I like that. I'm with that. You're a glass half full always. Same.
0: We had been dating for, like, yeah. two and a half years, so. Yeah.
2: I feel like if it is within a few months or something or the first yeah, year, then, then like maybe you awesome. think about it. Like, you know, she, is she actually thinking that? Yeah. she going to be ready for this? Yeah. But that would be tough, man. It's like, hey, let's just put this, let's just shelf this for a little bit, yo. Yeah, that that would
1: that would hurt the ego a little bit. Oh, yeah.
3: I feel like getting engaged is kind of something that maybe you should talk about, though, before you get engaged. Yeah. Like that just symbolizes you're communicating and that you're, yes, have a healthy relationship. Like the, That's right? what I'm right? saying. She's <laughs> definitely like yeah.
1: healthy over here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. She's emotionally healthy. <laughs> yeah. What's your background, Chara? What? How'd you get here? You did cheerleading for how? How did how many I get
3: years? here? I cheered in the NFL for five years. Before that, I danced pretty, like, pre professionally, I suppose. Um, I was an accountant. I was a tax accountant for seven years simultaneously with being a cheerleader. Wow. Um, And now I work at Bar 3. So a fitness company nationwide, worldwide. Um, And I just got a new job within the company. So I'm pretty pumped. That's awesome. Congrats.
2: Hang on, though. She was a tax accountant making solid money. Mm -hmm. And she left her corporate tax accountant job because she had, like, a passion to do, like, Bar 3. That's and, awesome. like, help open a franchise and, like, be a, a manager. They were, like, top five in the country.
1: Why, why do you like it
2: so much? Why do you care about it so much?
3: Why do I care about bar three? Mm-hmm. Um, well, dance is my first passion. So dance, mm-hmm. I've loved dance since I was a really little girl. And I'm sure you can really relate mm-hmm. to this type of, um, like, mindset. I really wanted to be a professional dancer. And I think the choice came when I was going, had to choose college or dance and I chose college. Um, I don't know if that was the right decision looking back on it. But, I mean, obviously it's taken me to where I am right now. So it was, a, it was the decision that has made me who I am. Um, but so dance is always my first love. Right. And I went the accounting route because I have a logical mind and I love math and, you know, everyone needs an accountant. Right. That's mm-hmm. what people say. So I got into the business school and I studied accounting and I liked tax accounting, which is <laughs> strange. Um, so I got a job in tax in the time in 2008, which was really mm-hmm. um, tough times for a lot of college grads, I think, to get jobs. So I had a job lined up before I even graduated. And I was like, great, I'm set. I'm going to be a tax accountant. I'm going to work at a big four. Um so I worked in public accounting for a while and then, you know, I'd show up to work every day and I would stare at spreadsheets and I would like make numbers appear out of numbers and I would file tax returns and it just wasn't very fulfilling for me mm-hmm. personally. That was my experience with it. So at the same time I was cheering, which, you know, is very spread thin. I, I have no idea how I managed my time back then because at this point I'm like, I'm gonna go to bed at nine and Back then, I went to bed, like, at 1 a.m. after practice. Oh, my gosh. And then i wake up and go to work. And then I'd work out. Like, I would just do so many things within one day. Um, but then when I retired from cheerleading five years later, I was like, I'm going to need something to feed my right brain because I love dance so much. If I just have to go to my office job and, like, literally just make numbers out of numbers, <laughs> then I am going to... It's not going to be great. I'm going to feel very unfulfilled Mm -hmm. and unsatisfied. So that was when there was a Bar 3 studio opening around the corner from my house. And I reached out to the owner on Facebook. And I was like, hey, I'd love to come teach for you. Um, I had taken Bar 3 classes before. And they really kind of filled that void for me Mm -hmm. of like movement and exercise and music and just all of it combined. Um, Like just wellness, feeling good. Because that's kind of what dance is. It's movement to music. Um, Got the job. And really lobbied her heavily to hire me full time as her manager, and she did. So I took the job, left my accounting job, didn't look back, and you know people kept saying you can always go back to tax, and I didn't really like that because it's like I don't want to. Like, mm-hmm. in D- I lived in D.C. at the time, and everyone kind of. In that, in that city, it's very, the question is very much, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on how you answer, that's kind of how they value you. So since I was a professional back then, I was an accountant. I could say, I'm an accountant. I have, like, a prestigious job. Um, but then after that, I wasn't saying that anymore. I was saying, I was, I was saying I'm a fitness studio manager. I'm a fit, I work at a fitness studio. And I, I think for a while, I didn't. Um, I had to, like, validate it. But I used to be an accountant, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but now... I'm like, I work in fitness studio, and like I don't care what you think about me. Like I don't care if you think I'm smart, or if you think I'm a sellout, or if you think I'm, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. There's just such a perception of different career paths, and it took me a while to create my own worth there.
1: Where do you think like being a pro podcaster? Folks, <laughs> kind of really like
3: that Dude, podcasts? I love
0: you said – you put a pro, pro,
2: no, like pro, pro podcast like so no, You guys podcasting. are pro podcasting. Hey, and you're not just a, a fitness studio manager now. You're a franchise operations. Let's go, yeah. Charo. Right. That
3: was a lot of talking for me. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, that's what, it's, that's what um, podcasting is. I know, right? But uh, I think podcasting, no, to answer your question, though, for real, like podcasting is it. This is where all the conversations are being had right now.
1: It's interesting. Well, here's what I like about what we do is, first of all, like – Got a guy like Will, who, by the way, since the last time we had a conversation with Will on a podcast, busting with the boys has just blown up. Yeah. The freaking Thanks, boys. Yeah. And you were like, and I remember that time you're like, hey man,
2: like you can do this thing. You know, no matter how it takes shift. He's like, you're like, you know, I know you depend and lean on and want to count on to everybody, but you were always somebody who was like, you know, you can do this thing.
1: Well, you were in a better situation football wise than I was, but I saw that you loved the podcasting and you were like, I want, like, I kind of would be into doing it full time. I'm like, you can freaking do it. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And yeah, now you yeah. signed with Barstool. Because mm-hmm. Taylor was playing time. football and yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff would be kind of up in the air on, like, because yeah, yeah. at
2: that time we didn't have a lot backlog during the library. And you were like, hey, man, like, you can do this thing too. Like, if you went full time, like, you could do this thing. But yeah, I don't, I don't forget that, bro.
1: But it's like his show, I don't mean to. Like it's it's mostly like bros. Like it's like a bro, it's, <laughs> it's like bar- the boy <laughs> the boy. Sean to this day's been the only girl that's been on the bus. Seriously? I don't like that. Is that, that true? <laughs> yeah.
0: You gotta change that.
2: I know. I do want I do want to change that. But when you were reaching out to like my network, You're i You're about can't to be a it. girl dad, yeah, okay? Yeah, I feel that, I feel that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm about yeah, to be a about girl, to be a girl dad. dad. I know that brings like,
0: all the girls.
2: And Taylor's just a girl dad as well. Exactly, just a, <laughs>
0: just a girl dad,
3: just a girl
2: dad. You know, he's got two daughters.
1: I get it. But nobody gets to see the gooey side of Will, and it's I think true. it's actually important because, like, no matter how much of a bro you are, like, you might have a girlfriend, you might be gooey sometimes, and I think it's good to see that every <laughs> no, every now and then. And like, I think you set a good example together. That you guys are a freaking mm-hmm. great couple. Well, so let's like, go, babe. but. What are your thoughts on being a girl dad? While we're on the topic, man, I'm stoked. When it first <laughs> happened, I you know, stoked.
2: When it, we first got news, I was convinced that little William Earl Compton IV was coming. <laughs> and when it was pink, dude, I was I was bummed that it wasn't a boy. I
3: did. I had to like comfort him.
2: And <laughs> I, I was like, oh. And I, I even said because I knew they were, like they were gonna film us and stuff. I was like, babe, like you know I want a boy, and I'm not gonna be like everybody who's just happy <laughs> that they're figuring out their kid. Like I'm like, if it's not a boy, I'm probably gonna be bummed. And I was bummed at first, but with 100% confidence, I think I am actually more excited. About having a daughter now because I see the girl dads out there and I don't know. I don't know if it's I'm growing like I've just accepted the fact that I'm having a daughter, but I feel mm-hmm. like I like being around Win and Willow Taylor's daughters mm-hmm. and I just see the girl aspect. I'm just like they seem a lot more <laughs> fun at this age than having like a boy. Mm-hmm the boys are look they're they're a little rowdy now
1: mm. <laughs> especially little william earl the fourth yeah, yeah, that boy yeah. Will be-
2: and i just know i you're like uh you'll be better it's better for you to have a girl it's better for her to have a boy And i do think it would be good for me to have like a like a little girl so I, i'm very excited
1: uh we were talking about this the other night but like next go around stop doggy it style, stop
0: it Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> oh, my
1: God. He's like, stop. No. Doggy <laughs> <laughs> <The hokey> style. He kind of whispers it.
2: That's
1: how Jet's here, man. That's how.
3: You know, it's not hey, scientifically proven. Right? It's, it's a thing. What do you say? It is right? not scientifically, not scientifically, scientifically
1: proven. proven. I think <laughs> there's numbers. I think there's stats. There could be numbers. It could, It might not be 100%, I, but it could be numbers. Yeah, no, no, no. no. It's not 100% percent shoeing, but I think there is... Some science. I think there is some science. I've read that where it's the doggy. It's as it's as deep as possible.
2: <laughs> oh my oh gosh. Gosh. <laughs> because I'll tell you why. And this is—is is, is not a podcast? It's a podcast called Couple <laughs> Things. Like we're trying to put couples on game. <laughs> yeah. Man. There's some dads <laughs> out there that are probably or some guys out there are probably watching. Like, I got right, three. What we need. I got three girls.
1: I need a boy. Like yeah. Here's your advice. Or the
2: girls watching can be like, hey, honey, <laughs> like you always say this. I was listening to a Couple Things, and because. <laughs> The male sperm swims quicker, but the female sperm lives longer. Mm. See? So mm. the closer you are, oh, the better gosh. chance you have for a boy. Hmm. Because if you're farther away, or not the most ideal position, <laughs> the women sperm live longer, and clearly they'll probably be smarter getting there. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to
0: jump I back did. real quick before we go <laughs> down any Hopefully further. Hopefully that makes the cut. Hopefully that's yeah. just the episode. Um, <laughs>
1: It's real talk, though. That's that's, hey, that's that's what you hear in the locker room. It's like, yeah. Dog.
0: What you hear in the locker
1: room? Yes. I'm just saying. They're just talking about it I didn't just, it okay. up. I didn't just say that. But y'all,
2: the the dudes who are like trying for a kid, they'll be out with their phones, and we'll be in hot tubs, and realize, oh, hey guys, we gotta get out of the hot tub. If you're trying to have a kid, you can't be in the hot tubs. Yeah, Very it's
1: like a real true, thing. watch true. the sperm count, man. Yeah. yeah, and you better wear the the uh, the briefs and not the boxers, right? right. Or no, you, a switch. Boxers is better. Boxers Boxers you don't want it snug. Yeah, yeah, it's a little more. Yeah. <laughs> you want it like loose, you want it <laughs> comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I and mean, stop breeze, riding bikes. Huh? Stop really? riding bikes. Bikes is not good. It like cinches. Your, yeah, Ooh. it's like... Because huh. think about the seat right where it,
2: yeah. See, this is... Yeah. I know this it's funny and like, oh man, important. I can't believe we went there. It's real but though. this is
1: real Just
0: stuff. need to do a podcast on the best practices.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Boy, anyways. We're educating the masses. The
0: thought I had was, I said earlier, I think a girl is better and for you and a boy. But I only, the only reason why I said that is when I had, we didn't find out what our daughter was. So it was a surprise when we had her. It was crazy. We thought we were having a boy. Um, and we had a girl.
1: Same thing though. I like popped You're like hoping it's like, a boy, you just a dad, you want a boy. Yeah, you so, want a little you, man. So I was like checking, like when she Stop. Was, born, I was like, No, but you're, I was hyped, but you're looking. We got me. Andrew back <laughs> a lot. We got
2: him in his locker room person. Hey, yeah, want. you <laughs> did.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> However, it was, it was really cool and it's been really cool over the past two years. Um, I feel like a girl challenges me a lot more because I see myself in her. I see everything I went through as a girl in my daughter. And I felt like pressure from day one to almost try to figure out how to raise her to be better than I was, to be like a stronger girl and a stronger like advocate and voice and like just like a, a really strong girl. And I just feel pressure with her. Whereas like when we had our son, I'm just like, you're my boyfriend and I'm just in love with you. That's <laughs> it. I don't like I can't see anything in his life, but it's really cool to witness Andrew raise a girl because, just like you, you guys are so like you're such strong men, and like your beliefs and your values, and like it's just really cool to see you share that with a girl. I I'm think
1: a, I'm a stronger man though, physically stronger. Okay. I think you might be. I've seen your videos though. I see how you get down in that basement. Yeah, sorry, I ruined the moment. <laughs> you did. I that
2: was really that's really cool though, because I, I I do agree with that. It's like whether it's philosophy, like we were talking about, uh, JP early, like Jordan Peterson, like all this stuff that you get into. And yeah, you, I mean, you were an Olympian, you perform at such high levels. Like there, there definitely is like, I do. I feel like I can say that I would probably be different with Mm -hmm. the girl and the boy just because I would want the little, uh, Liam is what we're going to call him little Liam. I'd want him to be better than me and I would want to instill Mm -hmm. everything I know now into him sooner before he gets to my age, so he doesn't, you know, whether it's make the same mistakes or he understands sooner. But, I, yeah, I like that because I, I would feel pressure.
3: Mm-hmm. But didn't you say earlier you can't teach experience? You, can, you can't. But it's it's. But yeah, it's hard it's like the to. Innate...
2: You got a good quote. You can't read the directions when you're inside the box.
3: Yeah, I was, yeah, that's true. I was so it's hard to pull.
2: Like, when you're in the box, you can't see it until you're like, you can't teach experience, and then you're like, okay, yeah, I got to zoom out a little bit. Yeah. But it I would be can see be that, tough.
3: though. I have not thought about that res- in respect to, to raising a girl but
2: Yeah, you might be putting on press- pressure on her now.
3: Now I'm like feeling the pressure. No, that you
0: <laughs> I will say though there is, is it's so special no matter what. Are you kidding? It's yeah. your babies and my girl is my girl. She's yeah. my little girl dude. I love it. And we definitely have a different bond than I think our son, my son will ever. It's just different. It's just different. It's awesome.
1: So yeah. let me give you the timeline of how the kid thing is paying out for us. First four months grind <laughs> to grind. Like you enjoy every second of it, but like it's work like with you and little waffles and then they'll like start crawling a little mobile, little like six months, six months, six months, <laughs> <laughs> six months to a year, like crawling, moving around. You get hyped about that. But just now like Drew's two and a half and I was in the gym today, like wrestling her, playing around. And she's like, she has like, awareness to be playful so it's like she's kind of has another layer of reality that she's able to be playful with now yeah and dude it's just like every step gets better and better so but you got to make it for the, through the first four months Grind not the first yeah. four months <laughs> well you got okay it. No, last
0: thing because that's daunting again <laughs>
1: But sometimes you need the truth.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Set me up, anchor me in, like, oh man, it's gonna be a grind. And then when it's not as bad, oh it wasn't as bad as what I was thinking. I will
0: say this. Before we had Drew, because we were like the first of our friends to have kids, every single person told us like, Oh, why so early? You're gonna lose like your freedom, you can't travel, all these things. It was all pessimistic and it was all like negative expectations. And I can truly say it's the greatest thing that has ever happened to us in our entire life. Having kids? Yeah. no. Yes. It's made us closer. It's made our relationship stronger. It's made just how we view life better. It's truly the greatest blessing in the entire world. It is amazing.
3: So when you say it's made you two stronger, I I feel like, you know, you get mixed experiences. Mm -hmm. Like some people, they kind of grow apart because maybe the mom is getting what she needs from the baby or they're just, you know, you're so focused on the baby, you don't give each other intentional time. So how have you guys practiced so that?
0: We actually learned that on this podcast from a different couple, like a um, an older couple. And they said the most important thing to remember when you have kids is that you two are always each other's number one, and then your kids are your number one, if that makes sense. Collective number one. Collective number one. So... You always have to remember your better parents when you're stronger together. And it's so easy with kids, like you said, if you get in an argument to go get your like love and your cup filled from your kid instead of your husband or your wife. And if you always remember to like make each other a priority, then you guys are teammates and you can like fight off the kids. If that makes sense. So I, 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 <laughs> do th- I do
1: think there's a little yeah. bit of a perspective that we have where it's like Sean and I versus the kids. Like not, not <laughs> yeah. like aggressively, but it's like, yo, we freaking, it's us and them. And we're figuring you guys out. I it's s- not like individual, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: I say that though. And this is, it's so good. I don't want this, any of this to come off wrong. I say that because the day we went in to have our daughter, um, my biggest fear was that I was going to lose my husband because there was going to be a kid to almost like wedge between us. That was my biggest fear. And so we almost like made a pact at the hospital. We're like, no matter what, you are my number one. And it's us versus the kids. (laughs) And it's
3: actually made it better because we enjoy our
0: kids more.
2: I feel like that could be one of your bigger fears.
3: I haven't articulated it like that.
0: but It it makes sense because you've never shared your husband with someone. Totally. I mean, yeah, I haven't. And... It's another person that you're going to like split your husband with for the rest of your life. And they terrified me. It was like, what if he loves our daughter more than he loves me?
2: And so
3: like, I think Will loves Waffle more than he loves me. (laughs) Yes. No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I do love that bulldog though. Yeah. So
0: I think with kids, we just, we've just made a pact and we've worked on it and it's hard, but we've worked on it to make sure we prioritize each other.
1: Are there fears at this phase for you?
3: I mean, you're asking someone who's like, about to go into labor soon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask that question. No. Um,
3: we talked about our fears with our doula the other day. But I'm not so much scared of the, the pain. I'm really scared of my expectation managing, like knowing myself. That's mm-hmm. what I'm scared of. Um, but then that fear too. I mean, also just like you take this baby home and it's like, all right, what now? Just a lot of uncertainty and unknown. Yeah. But- that really, you, you're really, it's, there's, when I bring myself out of it, it's like, there's nothing to be scared of. No. Literally every human on earth has been born.
0: Question. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't even have to make the podcast, but you said doula, are you doing home birth?
3: We're not doing home birth. We're doing a birthing center though. Yeah. Great. So. Home births really scare
0: me.
2: Is that a tough no, it terrifies for
3: you? me. Yeah, I'm okay. like first birth definitely don't do home not want to. Like you birth. can you can
0: totally do natural, <laughs> yeah. but like have a doctor on the side just in case. Oh,
2: yeah, man. no, <laughs> our, we're kinda,
3: gonna be a birth is. center that, that has a doctor. <laughs> amazing. Yes. Yeah, bro. I like best <laughs> both worlds.
1: Like, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. What do you want to do, babe?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I man. It seems like this and that, but that's what you don't want. You got to.
3: You know, it was, we were talking with our doula about the epidural. And, um,
1: oh, you get it,
3: dog. And, like, <laughs> she's like, okay, if you say, like, if I say that I want the epidural, how many times do you want me to push back? Do you want me to, like, remind you that you don't want it? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, push back a little bit. Like, she's like, okay, I will push back three times. I was like, okay, this is great. And then we go, she's like, that's what I will do as the doula. Will, what will you do? And Will's like, I'm not going to let her have it. <laughs>
1: Oh, like, okay. Well, she like, you, you know, it, I,
2: I know it's emo- it's probably gonna be emotionally hard on you, Will, seeing her. I'm like, yo yeah, she doesn't want the epidural. We're deciding that right now. Like, <laughs> I'll be able to push her too. To it.
1: <laughs> it's different though. Game day is different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Oh man. I think Andrew was pushing I me to
0: it. get the epidural. Really? Yeah, because I was like, absolutely not.
1: I have that same mindset though. Oh, was- you were pushing her, and she said no. No, to, no, pretty much. I was just like, we had a game plan. On so game like, day, he was so, saying get it.
2: Game day. <laughs> yeah.
1: On, on day of, I was like, whatever she says goes. But, like, I definitely have more of the natural tilt where it's like, yo, we committed to not getting that epidural. <laughs> That's what you wanted beforehand. And I had to, like, really push myself to be like, all right, she needs, she's clearly in a lot of pain. So let's, I'm going to let her write so this out. But.
0: our story was, I was set on nothing i was not doing epidural i wasn't doing medication nothing i wanted to do it completely natural she tapped out quick i tapped.
1: no no my oh bad my dad da, uh, nah, hey, not something. like that i, I made it, thought, I, it. Tried, like, I don't want to do a lot of me. stuff thinking, excuse me pay, you. i made it 27 <laughs> <laughs>
0: hours
3: okay that is a very long time
0: <laughs> i did not tap out i made it 27 hours my bad continue thank you
3: thank you i tapped out at 27 wow that's amazing.
1: Okay. What were you saying? What, what were you saying? She
0: tapped out real quick. <laughs> That's all I had to say. Okay. All right. That's <laughs> all right. Okay. So we, could leave. we could keep you guys here forever. I'm not done yet? You're not done?
1: No.
2: Is Are you done with football? <laughs> hey, never say never, man. <laughs> so, you got the phone ready? I mean, my, my focus going into this year is not the same as, like, years past, like... I don't close the door all the way, but I do love what I'm doing with Bustle with the Boys and expanding kind of like the media and personality stuff that we get to do and then obviously becoming a father. I feel like being 32, going on 33, having nine years, there's there's just not a lot of stress for me at all to like have some decision and I'm not going to train like I'm going to go to an off season or something like that. Like I was, we were actually talking about the other night and I'd probably be down to like play at the end of the year again. If, if that situation presents itself, and sure. you know how it is. Like, again, I'll be 33 at that point, not a whole lot of film in the last couple of years. So you don't even know if I'll get the opportunity to, but I think to say like, yeah, I'm done. I'm not going to do it again. Um, you know, the last few years, I feel like I've kind of said that I just don't want to put myself in that box because you just don't know. i w I'll be ready to play, but I'm more excited to do everything else than play football.
1: Yeah. yeah. First of all, your, your whole stint with Oakland was like, I mean, what a roller coaster. Oh my God. Yeah, I just got signed by Oakland. Next Instagram post.
2: All right. That's
1: from your playbook. Oh, bro. That's my, that was yeah, my MO. Yeah, you would go, <laughs> you'd, yeah, you'd go around
2: and talk about your journey and situation.
1: At what point did the NFL come become plan B for you?
2: Oh. Um, I would say, hey, man, a little bit the year I had you guys on. That day, the Jets had called me mm-hmm. to I want to remember. bring me out, and I, right I was before. like, "No, nah, I don't want to." And then the Saints, and then had, the the Saints. Saints called. Dang. And then I think I I didn't answer my agent's call that day, so that way I could
3: do the podcast. That's what no, that.
2: uh, wow. it was either that they, I think they were the
1: Jets. Thank you, Charles. Yeah. Oh, you didn't. Jets or right.
2: Saints, but yeah. Well, Barstool is a different time, and we had a meeting with Barstool because yeah. they wanted to talk about bringing us on their network. And uh, I really wanted to meet with Barstool, so I didn't call my agent at all back that day. And then I called late at night, like, "Hey, put me on the next flight in the morning." Um, I was, you know, working out, or I didn't. I just got to my phone type of thing. Yeah. So that way I could focus on. But yeah, I would say that's so that year. That's the that was the mental where I was like, I'm gonna skip all season as much as I can. <laughs> and uh, that point, I did want to play. I wanted to play that year, but right. the next year, the. The years after that was was all this. It, the last two years have been kind of like icing on the cake with it all,
1: and it's good for like legit. This is it sounds so service level to say, but it's like it becomes more of like the storyline of like oh this is, it's whereas previously it was like I need to go do this tryout and make the team, it becomes more of like a hey this is gonna be interesting to see how this pans out and like yeah. either way it's gonna be a fun story to tell like on the podcast or on, right. like, with the boys. It's like right, which is such a better. And to bring it full circle, like to parenting, I think having that perspective, like as you approach where we got trained with it in football, but with parenting, it's like going to be so tight, uh, easy to want to have like a tight grip on how the birthing uh, experience is going to go or like how the schedule with the sleeping is going to go or how you're going to feed them and what, like, but like having almost like a, like a little looser grip of like, Hey, it's a, it's going to be okay. Like is I don't need to force this is yeah. I think such a important lesson that I've learned through my career. And then for sure parenting where it's like, we have such a tight grasp of what plans we want to force into, into making a reality. But like it's actually kind of fun to just sit back and enjoy the ride. See how, it, see how it rips. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I like.
2: Yeah. No, I agree, man. I, I'm excited. But and the, uh, it's funny because I feel like we just had that conversation the other night about playing mm-hmm. and it's more along the lines of like, don't be so committed to it, to something that you wouldn't take a better situation. And so I feel like if I commit myself to saying I'm done mm. and then the situation will arise, it's like, well, am I really done? Because the last couple of years, I've kind of said the same thing, like, oh, I'm done after this year. And then usually I kind of get into it or yeah, something happens where I just... You've been saying
3: that for like five years. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the year
2: when I started the podcast, I would kind of say, this is probably going to be the last year. And then in Oakland, I got to play, like I got to start. So then it kind of revamped getting an opportunity for film. Cause if I would have just played special teams and back up the rest of the year and I just would have been a, a service guy the rest of the year, yeah, I probably wouldn't have got to play anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the only reason that the Titans and the Raiders wanted me back. And then I got an offer from the Titans is because I was able to put more
1: game film out there. Bro, I was dying at the post you had when you got signed and it was like your neck all cranked up. Like <laughs> I was your, your Instagram posts are <laughs> wild. bro. Anyway, I, I have, uh, I have fun on social media. It's good. Uh,
0: I have to let them go. You're going to keep go? them for like an hour and a half.
1: We'll
2: have do a you watch Bustle with, them with, them with the two Boys? I do. <laughs> like we we'll go around two hours. Yeah. Two, two and a half hours.
0: I'm going to ask this question. If you want to keep going, you can keep going. Okay. Okay. Your best piece of advice we'll you've been given podcast. or would give about relationships.
1: <laughs> Say that again?
0: Your best piece of advice you've been given or would give about relationships.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Man, we've had a wild few weeks and we just got back from a week-long family vacation. Our floors are getting redone. We're leaving for a really fun project we're excited to talk to you guys about later. It feels like the things never stop.
0: Yeah, I know. It's been, um, to say the least, chaotic and crazy. But thanks to BetterHelp,
1: speaking with a therapist has been super easy, no matter where we are. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to.
0: It's honestly been our go-to. I've been able to chat online with a therapist thanks to them.
1: Reminder to take care of yourself, or else you won't be able to take care of your family and BetterHelp can play a part in that. BetterHelp is also much more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress.
0: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and a couple things listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com/eastfam.
1: That's B E T T E R H E L P.com/eastfam. We'll also link it down below. You so, go? you go. What the advice I was
2: given <laughs> and that I would give is Therapy, going to couples therapy. My teammate uh Quincy and Um shout out Quincy. He was on the Jets. I played with him at Nebraska. What's up?
1: Is there a phone ringing?
0: It's literally a phone ringing.
1: What is this? Oh, you're calling. I'm dialing somebody. somebody. Who am calling? I
0: calling? Are you butt dialing somebody.
1: I just butt dialed somebody. How did even that happen a thing anymore? How know is that you
2: possible? Could <laughs> butt dial from an iPhone. When somebody's like, "Oh, sorry, I butt dialed you," I'm like, "How?" It's Wait, like but you side, just heard that live. Why? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. And uh. <laughs> But Quincy, um, he's somebody that's very much into, like, therapy and...
3: And his wife is a therapist.
2: Yeah, his wife's a therapist, and he's just somebody who's got, I feel like, a lot of wisdom that I look at, and he's uh, one of my friends that I kind of, like, look up to, right? And, um, we have a group chat that we've had since Nebraska. It's called the Island where a lot of, there's like nine of us Nebraska players in it. And Quincy was just advising all of us to go to like couples therapies. Like, I think you guys should do couples therapy. It's like the best thing. If you guys plan to get married, pre, whether it's premarital counseling, I would advise you guys just do couples therapy just to do it. And that's when I had, uh, I brought it up to Charo and we started going to therapy. And I feel like therapy has been such a good thing, a beneficial thing for us individually as a couple to where I talk, like, I'll talk about it. Like, I'll go to the locker room, but, hey, you guys should go to couples therapy. Like, I'm telling you, it's not like, like, you'll get over the hurdles of, like, the fears that I feel like guys would go through going into therapy, being a guy and just speaking from a guy's standpoint. Um, but, man, I think, like, therapy, man, mm-hmm. having somebody at a third party to kind of give you perspective and stuff like that, because I feel like it, it's helped I out tremendously, so... That would be my answer. Go ahead. Good luck topping that. (laughs) Well, to kind of tie into (laughs) your answer, my former boss at my Bar 3 DC studio, um,
3: her name's Alicia. We were sitting and getting a pedicure one time. Sometimes we would have meetings in interesting places. And uh, I was kind of venting to her about my last relationship. And she said to me, relationships should feel like work in the way that Bar 3 feels like work. And that was like a like a light bulb for me because I love bar three and it really filled me up to go to work each morning compared to my accounting job. And talking about therapy now with Will, I was really excited to jump into therapy with Will and do the work with him and like have hard conversations and get vulnerable. And I remember I went to therapy one time with my ex and I didn't want to do it. I just I had such negative stigma. I'm like, this is stupid. I have, there's nothing to gain here. I don't want to do this work. So it was just very much like, yeah, relationships are going to take work at times, but it should feel like work in a really positive and fulfilling way. And that's kind of like how I've measured the sick, like the health of our relationship now, which is amazing.
1: Hey, I'm just putting this out there. I feel like bar three should let, Charles needs a podcast. <laughs> She's deep, bro. She got deeper thoughts than I, I I'm telling you, she was all nervous. I was like, babe, just be
2: yourself. Like,
1: How'd you feel like it went?
0: Your Again. first podcast.
3: I I don't
2: know.
1: <laughs> 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 like
3: I'm gonna have to listen to my voice later on a mm-hmm. on a. It's I will say that's part. always no, hard to like like hear
2: your own part. to hear yourself talk. Mm.
0: It makes me cringe.
2: No, don't, that's the hardest oh, part. Oh, I can't, I can't.
0: Have a, everyone tells you you have a great voice.
2: The, which helps, gives me like affirmation, like, okay, like, I feel better about myself.
1: Damn, I never noticed that, but now that you pointed it out, he does have that, that deep raspy, like, microphone. I think his voice. friends
3: <laughs> used to make fun of him for his voice.
2: Yeah, so there was, you know, tough upbringing. <laughs> with you know, with, the, a with the voice growing up and the teeth that I had, you'll have to look back, man. Just type in Will Compton, Washington. You know, that's, I had during that time. Uh, uh, but... Yeah, it's always the worst part, kind of hearing your voice, mm-hmm. and then uh, thinking about everything you kind of say. Like I was listening to some this morning while I was. here. What am I just going and talking more? I like no. this part. I like this part. I was uh, I'm looking it up. Uh, Welcome to Washington. Yeah. You'll see it. It'll be. yeah, mean, it'll be right there. You can't miss it. You it is. Look at it. She's not. It's <laughs> right there at the top. That was the foot was sick enough too.
1: This is it the one in the practice jersey? It's still cheesing.
2: Oh, no, no, it's a meat cheese. You are kind of a thick been.
1: boy back then, too, huh? You had a really
2: says thick neck. That, man. I, yeah, I had a 20 inch neck, not to. <laughs> <laughs> you measured your neck? 1920. I was 1920 back then. Now I'm like a 17 and 17 and a half. You're so stupid. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, but I was listening to something this morning. Uh, it's girth. Do you ever listen to videos like while you work out? Or are you? Just oh, yeah, music? 100%. No, yeah. So I was listening to, um, it was a Kobe Bryant one. Mm hmm and he was talking about himself and some mm-hmm. of his growing pains and everything else and he's like at the end of the day you just got to get out of your own way and and get over yourself like thinking because we'll i mean we're all we all podcast we probably overanalyze some conversations or stuff we say it's like oh man this is this can really define us forever mm-hmm. and you might look back on old stuff i i don't know how much fun you guys had telling those stories on the bus right
1: hilarious bro
2: at the time, maybe you're like, oh man, I don't know if I want that. Let's like, let's just say yeah. you guys thought that way at the time, but now being a couple years removed, like you see nothing really, mm-hmm. nothing goes on and damages you like you think it might in the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like getting over yourself from that aspect that like not everyone cares or thinks yeah. about you as much as you think they do.
1: I agree with you, with caveat that there are some things that you could say that yeah, would yes. For sure. really derail the the ship. But yeah, yeah, I, no I don't doubt, think, yeah. Uh, yeah, you'd have to go down a real different path to make that happen. Right, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Ross, I'm just going to, I'll close with this. Mm. I'm going to send, USFL, I sent in the application, oh, bro. What? I'm trying to come back.
2: You're trying to make it to the U.S. The U.S.F.L. Did you really?
1: I they got just What's like a that? job There's application. A that, it's like a, <laughs> yeah, it a, a you, It's like
0: A.F.L. or whatever.
1: It's like a Does spring. Spring league football.
2: It's not going to be the X.F.L.
1: No, it's a U.S.F.L.
0: U.S.F.L. You don't
1: know about this? No. I come home I'm one day and he's like,
0: a, "I signed up for the U.S.F.L." I was like, "What is this?"
1: I think the draft is like next weekend. Are you oh, going to well. get drafted? Are you going to get drafted?
0: Wait, did you see how they're doing the draft? I Actually, I saw
1: it on Instagram. You know I follow I the this.
0: USFL now. <laughs> um, I had to figure out what you're doing. So every round, they're drafting every position.
1: Long snapper two, maybe?
0: Yes.
2: There
1: you go. Every round, they're drafting they're every position. They're doing seven
0: rounds, and every round, they're doing one person of each position.
1: Huh. You think the long snapper's on like, the list, though? per team? I don't know. <laughs> like, I how many teams are on this, probably, in this league? Probably, right? I don't know. I maybe per
2: eight. team? I think there's eight. Eight teams? Mean, I'll send you the job I think? application. The long snapper <laughs> I, I is probably what, in there like in
1: one round.
0: No, it's in every round. I don't think a long, long sna- snapper is. I don't
1: think a long snapper is. There's surely. Because why would you
0: it
2: have seven long snappers <laughs> on You know what I mean? that is some death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I know uh, I saw a long snapper <laughs> on the first one. I'm going to try out with the long yeah, snapper. So, seven long snappers, seven kickers, seven, yeah, seven yeah. <laughs> Just a bunch of slappies. Yeah. Maybe oh, that's that not accurate. I think you, could, you, could, you could make that.
0: I mean, I if there's seven, if seven of them, If you there's seven, you, you got a good chance. If
3: not. Oh, man, see, I don't
2: want to slander any long snappers <laughs> out there, but bro, you <laughs> could. Play some ball. Uh, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I you got a linebacker stature. If you can run and tackle, like, that's such there's a... There's not a
0: Nashville team. So let's not encourage this.
2: Oh, there's not? You no. You the family.
1: No, nah, the family would come with, dude. We're, we're making a big time. I'm trying to pursue a dream. Anyway, come on. <laughs> wow.
2: to a dream. <laughs> okay. I, I really
1: think Charles should have a podcast with Bar 3. I'm just putting that out there. Bar 3. Bar She's here. Bar 3, are you listening? Here. Would you, you
2: do a pod
3: out. name? I would have to get over my fear. Of myself, like you just talked about.
2: Yeah, she's like, hey, yes. what do you think we're going to talk about?"
3: I would. Let's just say that
1: you got good things to say is what I'm saying. <laughs>
3: Thanks, Andrew. There's
1: a lot of people who have podcasts that don't have it.
0: You need a bar podcast. three um, podcast, and then you're going to need a mom podcast.
3: Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm scared of. I'm scared of losing my like identity.
2: Yeah, you got it's this. always been, been uh, a, fear a fear of yours yeah. from the very beginning was like that's another thing too and i know we were were
3: trying (laughs) to to wind up it's Uh
2: something that i know i'm trying to like there's really nothing i could do to prepare really i guess um but hearing about all the postpartum stuff
0: Mm -hmm. that really freaked andrew
2: out yeah it's like a yeah i know it's like a real thing so it's just like how do you even what
1: what advice would you give today's episode is brought to you by modern fertility
0: You know me, babe. I'm a planner. I need to know what's coming up nowadays. I have to know when the kids will wake up, when we have to be to work, when we're traveling, what's for dinner. I got to know it all. That's honestly just another reason why I love modern fertility because it helps us plan for
1: kids. That's right. And you know, what's coming up is Jet's first birthday. (laughs) And you know, when we got pregnant with Jet, was it Drew's first birthday? Uh, Yeah. So I'm I'm ready.
0: Modern Fertility has truly been a huge help throughout this phase of life and the planning of kids because planning for a family is truly the whole reason Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger brick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days.
1: If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you.
0: Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to ModernFertility.com slash EastFam. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or even thousands of dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to ModernFertility.com slash
1: EastFam. That's ModernFertility.com slash EastFam. We'll also link it down below. There's so many variables involved, but with Sean, I was like, all right, we're going to try to get you outside as much as possible, even if you're <laughs> just laying outside, like, get sun, get fresh air, and then, because you're going to be sitting on the couch a lot, like, probably watching Netflix, because it's just kind While of While you're happens. feeding the baby, and I was and like, just, yeah. For the first six weeks, nothing but comedies, like, yeah. you got to be laughing, like, training that muscle, just, like, laugh, laugh, laugh as much as possible, nothing horror, nothing sad, nothing scary, like, just comedies. Ooh. That would be my two things, which... <laughs> That's not like deep advice, but that's. I would
0: say transparency. So like, you all you have to voice to Will what you're feeling and how you're feeling it, even if it seems like oh I can't like listen to her feelings anymore, you'll start to hear. (laughs) You can you can hear trends. (laughs) Not again. So like you can hear trends of like where she's at. So if she's constantly having a really really hard time, then you would know that like it's time to. Pick it up, pick it up, pick up, help, give her more space, give her more like alone time, everything. It's just, there's so much demand on your body and on your emotions and on your mind and on your identity. It, it, it's a, it's a fight at the beginning and you just kind of have to like work through it. But I would just say what we did, cause I, I was very open. We've been very open. In our relationship and on, on our podcast of like, I struggled with eating disorders and mental health through like my career. Um, so I was really scared about pregnancy and postpartum of how it would affect me. So we just agreed that I would be very, very transparent every single day of like how I was feeling. If I needed help, if I wanted to take an hour to go get my nails done, to have me time, it. I think you just have to like open that conversation. Don't feel like you have to do everything on your own. Cause yeah, because
3: sometimes I do feel like uh-huh. I, can't ask, I can't ask for help, which is just all in my head, right?
2: hmm I mean, did you stay home for six weeks?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Pretty much, bro.
2: Yeah.
3: Will has plans to travel.
2: I don't have plans to travel <laughs> overnight. I've like one. It's like one situation. It's like uh, one situation. I don't want to say I was locked in, like,
1: I, yeah. But you want to be readily, you know, available. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it could be fun too. Like, hey, Will, how? Like, you get something to talk about. And that's it's, true. that's a little that's adventure true. you I w- share.
0: I would just hey, like, <laughs> advise that if you do leave, make sure someone is staying with you for help. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah that's one thing that we are trying to like really plan and dial in on which oh, we, maybe we could get your guys' help mm-hmm. yeah we
1: got all the references anyway alright let's just close this out Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for the time Charles pleasure you crushed the podcast game Uh Will always a pleasure talking to you And uh, in a
0: year we want to have you guys back on to hear how oh, parenting's gosh. going
1: yeah yeah I could talk with you guys all day yeah okay we're going to link Bustin' with the Boys, Charles' Instagram, Will's Instagram.
0: Charles' new podcast.
1: Uh, Charles, is, Charles' Instagram is way more like polished professional. <laughs> <That> <laughs> yeah. is Will's is just like a, lot of, God, a, lot of reels. a, a hatchet, a Photoshop
0: <laughs> montage. <Yeah>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll link that down below.
1: Thanks for the time. I right, appreciate Thanks. you guys. guys. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there, we don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No